0: Hi, Scott Lackman, and welcome to the 4510 TV podcast series. Uh, with me today for our very first episode, Robin Lackman, company director of Richardson and Ranch Real Estate at Caboolture. Good morning, Robin.
1: Good morning, Scott.
0: Uh, Robin, for our first podcast of 4510 TV, for our listeners out there, not viewers this time, listeners, uh, for podcasts, we have had a good journey with 4510 TV over five plus years now, um, supporting and showcasing things in the Caboolture region and surrounds, um, uh, content made up from our, ourselves, um, as real estate agents, uh, myself getting out and involved and engaging with our community and also content, um, Received from other community organisations where we really try to showcase uh, what they're doing in their charities, uh, what what local events are on, and all in all, just the good things happening around our wider region. Uh, today, um, you're no stranger to being interviewed, Robin. Uh, we've had you through 459 TV for our real estate market updates, but today, being uh, um, uh, recording and uh, and for our listeners, not viewers, um, we're in the studios of the boardroom at Richardson & Wrench at 87 Moyfield Road, Caboolture. Robin, um, testing equipment and really giving this first podcast a real hot go. Um, say good day to our listeners and um, let's start with a real estate market update. And today, uh, being um, early October, uh, where where do we sit in the real estate market?
1: Yes. Thank you, Scott. And it is good that we're trying uh, another stream of media and uh, information giving and sharing with our community, because as you say, it has worked very well for us with the 4510 TV. And I think in this day and age, uh, even oldies like myself, we're still looking uh, for that communication and still looking, uh, searching for um, outside information um, with uh, a product like real estate. That perhaps some people are not involved with in a daily basis, a monthly, yearly basis. Sometimes it may be twenty or thirty years before people um, change from one property to another. So I think any information that we can share is is of value, and uh, and I'm quite excited to think that we're going to be starting to do this.
0: Yeah, the podcast, as we know, around the world, it's becoming popular. It's another stream of media, as you say. And I think it's just accessibility of information. So if, um, you know, whether you're catching a train or you're jogging around the block at the moment, um, listening through podcasts is becoming popular. And um, so we're in this space uh, without further delay and without boring our first episode. Uh, Let's talk real estate. Let's talk about the guts of real estate. As I mentioned, we're at the start of October. We've seen a busy period from from end of financial year, June, July through the last quarter. Um, How do you see the local real estate market?
1: Well, our local market here is probably the best um, that I have seen in over 30 years. We've always done well in Caboolture. We've slowly sort of climbed with the market um, from interstate um, advice that we're given But Caboolture has that um, rarity of having plenty of land, so our builders are building, uh, the land's being developed, Um, there is still job opportunities locally, but having said all that, transport back into Brisbane is so readily available to us as well. And I think that's why this corridor of Moreton Bay has done so well and I believe will continue to do well. I think we're just now starting to see um, a revival of real estate in the Moreton Bay region.
0: Yeah, good good point, revival, because um, as you know, our 25-year history in local real estate, we've seen the roller coasters, we've seen the dips and troughs in the market and um, probably, you know, let's think a decade ago, we were, we were coming off the back of a recession or, or global financial crisis. Um, we took a big dip and maybe over the last couple of years when you and I have discussed real estate market updates we've talked about a recovery in the market or a repair in the market but now we're really um, you know, coming up the hill and almost at the top of the hill where we're enjoying um, good turnover um, good volume of sales uh, but as you say it keeps coming back to those affordabilities, those locations, the transport corridors everything accessible to us in the wider Caboolture region is really putting us on the map at the moment and and I hope you're right, the next twelve months is going to be um, going to be very um very interesting of how that plays out because with demand and with all the affordability that you talk of, um, it can only be one thing that prices do eventually go up.
1: That's right. A lot of people talking about um, the capacity to borrow money at the moment and the rates being so, so low. However, that's not the only thing that affects real estate. Um, There still has to be job opportunities. Um, There still has to be education. And we're on the forefront of that in Moreton Bay because we're getting, uh, we've got quality um, private uh, and public school uh, colleges and schools available to our families. Um, And we've got space. And one thing that Moreton Bay has always been very, very good at is providing some open spaces. And I can see that as we look at future planning for the area, I can see that that is a trend that's going to continue. A lot of people complain about, oh, we're getting so many houses, the streets are packed with cars, um, too many people, let's shut the gate out on the highway, don't let any more in. But that's we shouldn't be looking at it that way because, while ever people are coming into our area, everything within the area prospers. We get better schools, we get better hospital, we get better shopping. Um, we still enjoy the lifestyle, that's never going to change from the mountains to the sea. The lifestyle isn't going to change, but we are getting all those other things that fall in line with growth. And I, and I think you have to go into it with uh, with open eyes, and just stop for a moment one day and look around and see how blessed we are to live in this location.
0: Most definitely, um, you yeah, know personally, I'm a selling selling principal as well as managing the business here uh, for Richardson Wrench. And even yesterday, I met some buyers at a property um, new to Caboolture, uh, coming from um, from uh, relocating from Melbourne, and um, they just couldn't believe the value that they were getting in a four-bedroom home on a three-quarter-acre block in a very nice neighbourhood, could not believe that they could purchase and secure a property of that nature under $600,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went on to explain not only was that a good thing but also welcome to Caboolture. As I, as I often say, welcome to Caboolture. We, we have all of those attributes that you've just mentioned, and surely they're all positives when you're coming uh, from from outside the region.
1: Yes, I, I think we don't realise um, just what we've got here. Mm. Um, you become complacent about being able to jump in the car and go 20 minutes to Browey Island. And even though we don't have daylight saving in Queensland, if you were, looked yesterday afternoon, say 5.36 o'clock, it was quilt it was light, we had, you know, beautiful weather and, you know, people finishing work, jumping in the car, going over, having fish and chips on the beach. There are very, very few places that you can do that.
0: Yep. Uh, real estate related, um, I can talk all day and, and I, mm. I know you can too. Uh, this is our new first attempt at the podcast series for Five Hundred TV and I'm really excited about this opportunity. Um, but, Instead of talking all day, I still want to keep these podcasts to a to a reasonable uh, time limit uh, so people don't get bored of us and switch off. But um, for today, um, real estate continues to be active. I think um, you'll always have success uh, if you're selling a property. You'll always have success if the presentation's right, if the location's right, and if it's priced right, mm-hmm. you'll have no trouble selling in our current market. Let's touch on buyer behaviour because we we talk about selling real estate, but the buyers out there, how can we describe buyer behaviour at the moment in the current market?
1: Well, in in recent years, um, there has become so much more available through media um, and online that a buyer can research. The buyer these days almost has the same information that we have as an agent they can tell you what's been selling in the neighborhood what the values have been and they can almost uh, without question know what a property co- uh, know what a property is worth before they even step in that front door and think about making an offer
0: um, along that line, uh, maybe sometimes too much information is available to a buyer and yes. we do see the behaviour that someone, um, they do their research, they look up 123 Smith Street, they see all that history of when it sold, what it sold for, they then in their mind maybe think that they can come in uh, with experience suggesting that they would offer $20,000 less than the asking price How do you personally combat that behaviour when someone's offering lower than the asking price?
1: Well, it's the same old story That's for years and years and years, you've got to compare apples with apples. Um, And that's very difficult. Each property, even though it may be in a street where six houses have sold in the last six months, every one of those six houses has something different about it, has a different quality, a different value that's attached to it. And the, that idea of coming in and negotiating hard, you know, it's it's wrong. It's 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 um, a perception that people have, but it is not real. And if you're serious about buying and selling real estate, you engage with an agent. You talk. You talk it through. Uh, you, you look at the different values in the area, uh, and then compare your property to it, and then you market it accordingly. But there is no need these days for people to come, for a buyer to come into a property and try and knock it down twenty or 30,000.
0: Because it's not substantiated. No. It's, it's the the information available to them. No. Sometimes, as you say, comparing those apples with apples, mm. who knows what that what that variable value is mm. in the middle? Um, and all up to negotiation. It's, um, it is. At the end of the day. And that's
1: why you have an agent.
0: Correct. Um, so, along the real estate line and with the technology of podcasting, I want to call Peter Lackman, um, Viewers or listeners may know him as my father, your husband. Yes. Uh, but Peter Lackman is a um, a pioneer locally as a businessman. Um, you know, business experience of thirty years, and um, one thing that Dad or Peter has um, has always been. Brilliant at is is money and and general financial economical information. He keeps abreast of the global market, the local market, mm. the the national market. Um, I'm actually going to call Peter on the line. He's not in the office today. I'm actually going to call him on the line, and I just want an update from from Peter of where he sees economics and finance at the moment. Um, Now, for our listeners, he can't give you direct financial information or advice, but just generally speaking, I'd love Dad's take on our current economy. Mm. So let's get him on the line.
1: And the global economy, because (coughs) down the line, we are affected.
0: We're just giving him a call. So let's just get him to pick up. Neil Ackman. Hi, Peter, Scott Scott and Robin Lackman from Richardson and Rich Real Estate and also podcasting for the first series on 4510 TV. How are you going, Peter? Well, congratulations. Pretty good. Thank you. Technology is with us, so we want to get you in on this triangle conversation, and what I've just pre-framed with our listeners is that um, you're, you're a legend and you're a, you're a beautiful man, uh, but you're, you're a person that studies economics. You, you keep abreast with financial um, information, both globally, uh, nationally, yes. and locally, and um, I've already pre-framed with our listeners, we can't give financial advice, uh, but no. I want your personal take on where we sit with our local economy, our national economy, and what's happening mm. globally. What's your mm-hmm. take and how do you, what would you suggest to our listeners today of where the current status quo is? Um, the sky's
2: not falling in like a lot of the, the pundits would like to think. Um, Bad news sells. Everyone wants to listen to bad news, unfortunately. But the good news is, as, a, as an economy, I think Australia is a very strong economy. There's a lot of things that um, we can't uh, influence in any way, shape or form with the overseas economy, talking uh, regarding China and USA with the spat that they've been having some quite some time. Um, there's going to be a, a general election in um, the US next year and I would suggest there'll be a lot of Political moves to fix up that um, spat, for use of a more stronger word, between the China and the USA, which is going to influence the the whole world. Simple as that. But we here in Australia, I think we're still insulated. Uh, we went through the two hundred seven um, GFC problem, and we came out of that relatively unscathed compared to the the rest of the world. And at the moment, with uh, our our um, political leaders. Doing what they're doing to try and um, increase the economy, the RBA with the dropping of their interest rates. I, I firmly believe by probably March next year we'll be sitting at 0.25 percent uh, basis points. Um, I, I can't see a big difference in the economy at the moment with the dropping of those interest rates. Biggest problem we have is um, our CPI where we. Reserve Bank was looking at um, 2.5 and the World Bank was looking at 2.5 for us to last for the next 12 months. They dropped that to about 1.7, which isn't a good point, but we here in Australia, I think we're doing pretty well. So,
0: so when you quote that, Peter, um, those figures of the basis points, mm. etc., the mm. whole idea of um, from what I understand economics is p- they drop the interest rates, they drop the basis rate so that mm-hmm. it encourages more spending. Um, so yeah. if people have got that extra $20, $50 in their mm-hmm. wallet, they're going to spend that retail yep. goods otherwise mm-hmm. and that's what, you know, that's what that money available can can do. Um mm-hmm. With all the talk about the banks and everything that's happened in the last 12 months uh, with Royal Commission, et cetera, banks were put on the back foot. They've then come out in the last month or so offering, you know, discounted rates and, you know, come and do business with us again, but um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a true representation because I know through our real estate business, we've got buyers looking to purchase property that believe they're in a strong position to to borrow, Mm -hmm. where they've got savings, a deposit, but then they go to the bank and they're still jumping through hoops. What's your comment on that? Um, Look,
2: the Royal Commission was great. It it, uh, made the bank's wake up a bit, uh, but that hasn't passed on. Um, the 75 basis points that have been reduced by the RBA obviously haven't been passed on for the banks. I think the banks are, are profit-taking on that um, scenario. Um, if you're looking at your normal 75% drop, we're probably getting somewhere around that 50- 50, 55 uh, basis points as far as consumers are concerned. But what we're finding, Scott, like our, our business in our now area, Uh, is going from strength to strength Um, and we're lucky in as much that we've still got affordable housing in this area and we've still got people that are prepared to switch banks or brokers to get that best deal and uh, every other day on the TV the the economists are coming out and saying look if you're not getting a certain uh, low interest rates, change banks or change broker or change building society Uh, I think that's a very good scenario because of late Um, there's plenty of good um, buys in the marketplace not only just in our area but all areas and uh, I think people that are buying at the moment uh, are making a smart move and that's not a real estate
0: agent speaking Mm. I I just can't see things changing in the foreseeable future that's all yeah lovely so uh, prior to getting you on the line Robin and I discuss and we always are excited about the affordability of our region and, and why we're Absolutely. why we're so yes. busy with our volume of activity. Um, mm-hmm. you know where we sit as a business compared to mm-hmm. fellow agencies um, nationally. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. um, well, it's something to be celebrated about. It, yeah.
2: Well in in the Caboolture area and everyone says Caboolture area lower socio economic area and, this, and the other um, I think that's a lot of rubbish myself. Um, at the 2018-19 awards, we had uh, uh, Trevor Hall, who took out number one position for most number of sales for the year against all the national competition. Uh, I think we had Sue at number four and Cherie at number 10, which we had three people in the top 10 for number of transactions.
0: Plus myself uh, at number, we're number seven do get- it. Big about it? Plus myself at number
2: seven, don't forget. <laughs> well, you told enough people that, Scotty. <laughs> but seriously, though, like for a region like us, uh, we we're number two nationally as an office, and I think we just missed out on number 10. Uh, we we're running 11th for a value. Uh, this last quarter, just going through the figures these last quarter... Once again, Trevor is number one in um, number of sales and Sue and now Linda are in the top 10 for number of sales and we're now, I believe, we're running about number eight for value, which for an area like Caboolture is terrific. Uh, I'm just, like, the last three months in sales, we've done uh, in excess of 43 sales. We've done excess of $18 million in the last three months, which uh, brings us into that scenario where we are in the top 10 as far as um, nationally concerned, as far as income and also number of sales. So, for Caboolture, that's pretty good. Um, for our figures from eighteen like 2018 to 2019, overall, the business increased by 9.64%. Um, everyone's saying how tough it is in real estate, etc. We've been here 25 years. We've got 23, 24 staff now, so... And next Monday, we're putting two more staff members on in our property management division, which is going from strength to strength. Mm. So, as far as negativity in the marketplace and prices and all the rest of it, we can only go on what we see in our own office here and the the business that is coming in our doors. And we're increasing not only um, profit wise, sales wise, but rent roll wise. And um, I can't see anything but a good future for us to. In the well, many years to come, the way things are going, especially with the growth that's happening around here. Uh, but but getting back to uh, worldwide, I think a lot of people don't appreciate just how lucky we are to live in this country, with everything that we have here. Yeah, we have the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it's on the TV every day. But boy, we are so well positioned in the world economy that I don't think anyone should be taking adverse uh, comments from overseas or locally and putting that into their own lifestyle. Yep, spot on. So that sums it up.
0: Peter Lackman, General Manager at Richardson's Caboolture. Um, thank you for your comments. I wanted to get that that economic uh, point of view and um, probably two main factors there. Our affordability is, is continuing. Local business Absolutely. is strong, um, yes. and borrowing money. If you come up against a hurdle, simply look at the competition. Um, there's lots of availability of, of lending out there, and maybe it might Absolutely. maybe it might mean getting away from the major four and, and seeking an independent broker that has access to multiple lending situations. Um, that's yes. that's good advice, Peter. Thank you very much. Okay, sir. Thank you. Okay, we'll let Peter go there, and back to Robin in our little studio that we've created for our first podcast series on Four, Five, and TV. Um, any final comments there of what Peter's commentated on, Robin?
1: No, um, we, we're fortunate as a family and and a business, Scott, that we've got um, got your dad. Um, Keeping an eye on the figures, and uh, he can go back 25 years and tell you month by month what the sales have been, um, and that's his strength, and that's why he's in that position. And then uh, you know it's left to you and I to um, to encourage the salespeople to um, to you know go go ahead, uh, and we've certainly done that. And and from your point from your point of view, moving up to principal of the office that you can now lead that sales team successfully into the Mm. future for us.
0: All righty. First podcast, 4500 TV podcast series, episode one, Robin Lackman, director of Richardson Ranch and myself, principal, licensee of uh, Richardson Ranch, our family business, 87 Morrisfield Road any information, I'd suggest uh, stay tuned uh, because the podcast series is is here. And um, our next episode, we're going to be talking to uh, Karen George, property management director, and get the uptake um, on where the rental side of real estate sits at the moment. And um, we'll also have a special guest, Julie Murray, uh, business development manager for for rentals and property management. Uh, We'll get her take on what's happening on the ground with in respect to tenancies and applications. So all in all, for our listeners, thank you for tuning in to our first episode and um, stay tuned. We'll be we'll be back on the airwaves. Thank
1: you, Scott.